What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. Um, joining you live on this beautiful hump day, this beautiful Wednesday hump day. And we I'm getting so excited for this topic, which the funny part of this is, is that I was not excited for this topic because mm-hmm. I have had such a push-pull with my body in my lifetime. And it just so happens that I did um, a shaman retreat this weekend and I got a little, like, Space and opening and possibility that came through for me with my relationship with my body. And I'm so excited for today's show. And of course, the reason that, you know, I think that I've been fighting with my body all these years um, is because it actually has a lot, a lot, a lot of capacities that I didn't want to know about and that I've been denying. You want to add anything to that since you've been watching me for almost 10 years? <laughs> yes. You know, it the, it couldn't have happened to a nicer girl, this awareness that you're coming into with your body. Um, it's super interesting, right, because um, – I, you know, my background, as most of you know, I was a personal trainer and health coach for 10 years. And so I was literally in the conversation every day with people around their fight with their bodies. Um, and, you know, and I, and I trained you, Ms. Megan, for I don't even know how long, a year or 18 months or something like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, and bodies talk to me um, all the time. And so, it's just an interesting thing to watch, you know, this person, right? Like this love of my life, this woman that I just want everything for and to watch her um, struggle and judge and condemn and disassociate and distract from her body, which is just the, is the most ma- one of the most magical bodies I've ever encountered. And so it, it, it brought up so much for me um in in watching you go through that and it's not that i haven't had my own challenge with my body but it's just it's something so interesting to you know to love someone and watch their challenge you know watch their challenges and to wish for them you know to see what you see you know um and so and I would say that in working with people and clients now, you know, I I do now I do most of my sessions in person live because I want to do hands-on energy work with the actual body in addition to all of the other stuff that I do because our bodies are a portal. Are like 
for those of us who grew up in religion or or who are now in the metaphysical world, a lot of times we focus so much on our being, our spirit, our soul, whatever you want to call it, and we want to go into the spiritual realms and go into space and go into spirit and blah, 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 right? And we literally just disassociate from our bodies and judge our bodies and separate from our bodies and um, just create a whole bunch of massive judgment and pain and all kinds of stuff with our bodies. And yet our bodies are the portal, the portal to new possibilities. Our, our bodies are actually the portal to energy, space, and consciousness in the cosmos. Our bodies are are the key. <laughs> and so everywhere that you have believed that your body was the problem, that your body was the density, that your body was the 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 thing that was preventing you from um from connecting into your own possibilities and in the possibilities of the universe, can we destroy all that? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh because you know, if you were to actually recognize and activate your DNA, the DNA that um, the what scientists have called junk DNA, if if you were to access all of that um, in your body, what capacities would you be activating? What what new magic? could you be and do with your body and how could that change your entire world and the and and everybody's world you know so so anything and everything that's in the way of that can we create and destroy that yes 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 and so what if today you could lower your barriers um connect into the activation energy that is us because you know, I have mad capacities with bodies, and Megan has serious mad capacities with bodies. I feel like, Megan, you have more capacities with bodies than I do, and I feel like I have a lot of capacities with bodies. And so what could we be? What energy body could we be for you? What activation could we be just in listening to this show? What could awaken in you? What could activate in your body by opening and receiving the energy transmission that we are. What's possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, I was just thinking when you were saying, you know, bring our barriers down, and a lot of times we think about that with regards to bringing our barriers down to the outside world, but what if we could bring our barriers down to our bodies? Like, mm-hmm. and, and to me, bringing barriers down is also about letting go of, um, judgment. It's about letting go of points of view. It's about, you know what I mean? And so what if you just like for, even if it was just for like two seconds, you could drop the barriers you have between you and your body. Just like, per, what if, pretend you never judged it. Mm-hmm. And or yeah. go back to the time where you didn't know to judge it yet. Maybe you were a baby. Maybe you were one. Maybe you were two. Go back to when you didn't know to judge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's awareness. what it is. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was had an awareness. Say. 
<laughs> you go. Let's just do that a few more times. How fun. Um, I was just saying that when you watch little babies, like we were in the coffee shop this morning, um, and there were two babies. And when you watch babies, they are so experiencing the world through their body, you know, um, and they're learning and they're curious and they are not in judgment of their bodies. Um, and it's so delightful. That's part of the reason why we love watching little kids um, is because they're so embodied. They're, they're, they haven't disassociated. They haven't disconnected from their bodies in any way. They're um they're 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 sensorial they're they're using their senses and especially yeah like their mouths what marion said in the chat room especially their mouths to explore the world and it's so powerful and beautiful to watch um and so that i i love uh, i love learning i love learning from babies mhm yeah because you know we there's a point at which that we begin to take on and into ourselves our parents' points of views and judgments and you know like that and then and then of course then we're kind of embodying like you know the people around us embody but there is that time and I think that's why you know this about me hun but like you know that 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 age like a year and a half to two and a half years old I love that age, and every time I see a, a baby, like, wobbling into the coffee shop or something, you know, I just, like, I get so excited and delighted to play with them because there's such a purity of embodiment in them. They're just, like, checking it all out, like, look at this body, look what it does, look at me dancing on my toes, you know, and, like, it's just that joy um, that I think a lot of us left behind a long time ago. Like, if you think about it, did your mom... How, what was your mom's relationship to her body? Did she love being embodied? Okay, and, and no. <laughs> anything that brings up, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, on the bush, short, and beyond. Did your dad have joy of embodiment? Did your dad love being in his body? Did your dad love his body? Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> everything that brings up, times of can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And like, so how in that Sam hell were we ever going to learn how to have the joy of embodiment when people around us hated their bodies? Like when I when I asked that question, I felt my mother's absolute disdain for her body mm-hmm. and my father. They they like literally hated their body, and as a result, like in part, I think. Like, I have an entire family with people with very chronic illnesses. I'm one of the healthiest people in my family, you know, and it's like this, and they're all, uh, it's interesting because they're in the autoimmune family, which is actually what we do. An autoimmune disease is where your body fights itself, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when your body is attacking itself in some way, which is sort of the, the energy of hate. Right? It's the energy of self-hate. Well, how can we actually access, you know, the body's power and capacities if we're hating on us? We're hating on ourselves, right? So it's like realizing that you're, and also growing up in a religion, right, that reinforced that the body's desires were bad and that you had to overcome the body. And it was all about the spirit and all of that and all of those messages. And 
you know, truthfully, I I believe that, um, you know, part of how the patriarchy sort of took over from the matriarchal rule is they started um, creating a rift between women and their bodies. And you could see it even in today, and especially today in our media, in our marketing, in our um, TV shows, in the way that the body is presented. It's like you get a woman worrying about their body, and she will step out of her power right now and start obsessing about eating and obsessing about her weight and obsessing about how to fix it and, you know, all of that. And it was really interesting. I was teaching a group of women a couple of years ago, the foundation training, which is the the core training in access. And um, this woman, I was talking about this in class, and this woman said, oh, my God, that's so true. She goes, when I was 50, I decided I was going to have the most perfect in quotations, what the hell is that, right? What the most perfect body I've ever had at 50. And basically she spent eight hours a day, like either mm. exercising, measuring food, like she created her result, but she completely left her kind of growing her business and her mission and her message in the world. And it's like this, it's this, and I've seen it over and over and over again in class when somebody brings up this, idea of the fight they're doing with their body and I I ask them often like well how many hours a day do you spend obsessing or judging or thinking about your food or any part of this equation and I've had people say 10 and 12 hours mm-hmm. and I was like and I just got curious I was like oh well what would you do with your time if you dropped that as <laughs> you drop that habit and you know what's interesting is they get terrified because that's what they're doing instead of looking at what am I going to do with my life? What what contribution am I going to make? What service am I going to make? It's so easy to get distracted into this dynamic with our bodies, you know. And um, and and I believe with everything that I am that the reason that so many people on this planet fight with their bodies is because it actually is a key. It is a portal, like you started to say, to infinite possibilities. It's a portal to change constructs. It's a portal to change this reality. It's a portal to actually, um, you know, clear and change limitations. It has, there's so much power locked in the, locked up in the body and locked up in our judgment. Mm-hmm. So I kind of soapboxed for a minute, but what, <laughs> what would you add to that? <laughs> no, I thought that was real, real good, babe. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so can you let that in, all of you listening now and in the future? Can you... Um, so all of the biomimetic mimicry and biomimetric mimicry of your moms and dads and all of the other adults in your life, uh, their pains, pathways, and realities with their body... Can you um, allow that to be their pathways, pains, and realities and uncreate and destroy where you took that on as yours? Yes. Yes. Uh, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nature's boys and beyonds and all of the lifetimes of um, struggling with your body, that your body was the enemy, um, that your body and all the lifetimes places, spaces, and dimensions where you've used your body to um, to take you out of living. Um, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. 
Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, puckle, nature, poison, the ends, and all of the obsessive, compulsive energies, the blame, shame, guilt, regret, the anger, fury, hate, and rage that you've had towards your body um, to try to mold it, manipulate it, change it, um, stop it. Um, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, puckle, nature, poison, the ends, and all the ways in which you have to go to wrongness, so therefore you use your body as a pathway to wrongness. Because your body can always be wrong. There's always, there. you can always look at something about your body that's wrong. So everything that is. And everywhere Whoa. that your pathway, your body is a pathway <laughs> to wrongness. Let uncreate and destroy all that. Yes. Yes. Right. Wrong. Good. Bad. Pot. Puckle. Nine. Shirts. Poison. Beyonds. I mean, you can literally, every time you pass by a mirror, every time you try to put on a pair of pants, every time you look at your skin, you know, you look at your body, you can go into wrongness. You know, like there's this process that um, that I've done many times where um, where you talk about I did a workshop with Azure a couple months ago called Body Bliss and um we pair I had people pair up and they talked about all of the judgments that they have about their body from their head to their toe. Okay? I gave them like five minutes. They were still talking at like seven minutes. How many judgments they had about their body. Okay, about like their eyebrows that weren't um that weren't perfectly matched, you know, the stretch marks like the extra 30 pounds, you know, the way that their fingers were fat and couldn't wear, they couldn't wear rings. Like you wouldn't believe that the kind of judgments that all of, all of this whole group of women in this room, um, um, started doing, right? And so, and, and the thing is, is all of this, a lot of this is unconscious. It's like you literally don't even think about this narrative that goes on day after day after day, right, that takes you to your wrongness, that takes you to your body's wrongness, to the judgment, to the, to separation, literally, because you can't handle being in your body, judging it so much, so you literally separate from your body. So then we did a process where we, you know, cleared a lot of that judgment, and we came back to a state of acceptance and allowance, and then I asked them to um, connect and pair up and talk about what they loved about their body. Literally after a minute, the whole room was silent. They could not, they could not actually talk very long about what they loved about their body. Um, it was so fascinating. It was just like mind-boggling how, especially as women, we do this, you know, to take us out of being visible, you know, like how many of us want to not be in pictures or not have photo shoots done or not show our faces on our websites or not, you know, do Facebook lives because, you know, we don't look good that day, you know. So how much do we as women, as do we take ourselves out of being visible because of aging, because of weight, because of the judgments of our own bodies? So back to your point of that we take ourselves out of our power, out of our out of our creation, out of the true impact and ripple that we have in the world by spending so much time either obsessing around trying to, you know, fix every single thing or just judging ourselves and taking ourselves out, separating and disassociating. 
So everything that that brings up for everybody, all of the judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, rejections, all of the implants and explants that we have around our bodies that keep us in a state of wrongness, perpetual and chronic and forever wrongness around our bodies. Let's uncreate and destroy all of that, please. Yes. Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, church, boys, and beyond. And let's go to break. <laughs> We're going to come back. We're helping you clear a lot of this shit out of the way so that we can actually tap into your your body and, and tap into your activation. So Megan has a really, really cool activation that she's going to be doing in our show today. Um, and so you're going to want to come back. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We'll be back in a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we're talking about bodies and your body's capacities. And how can you activate your body's capacities if you're chronically in the wrongness of your body? Right? Yes, and you know, it's. I I have realized that recently because it's like there's so much. It's so um, acceptable to judge our bodies, and there's mm-hmm. like if you look at the ideal or the perfection that's shown to us in the media, which is by the way all brushed and blah blah. They don't look like that either. You know, they're tweaked and lasered and face. Uh, facelifted and all these other things, right? So it, it's this place where we can always, as 
you know, always find something wrong. And so if you have an addiction to wrongness, the body would be a really great place to keep creating that and to cre- keep creating problems and, and health issues. Have you not, have you known people who have a health issue only to have it replaced by another one and another one? It's not even just about what the body looks like. It's like the, it, the, the issues that we can generate and create just to keep us in that you know, terminal fixing mode of ourselves, the uh, self-improvement projects that we are. So anywhere and everywhere you have been using your body as a as a way to keep in the fix-it mode of you in the continuous self-improvement that you will never, ever achieve any kind of well-being or okayness so you can keep doing it forever and ever instead of being the power and potency that you are, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes! Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Wow, that's like got a lot of energy on it. I'm over here flipping my wrist, you know. Um, I wanted to I wanted to share something also, though, is like even though I started to kind of learn through my family system and through the church that I belong to, to to you know, like our bodies were bad and their sensations and impulses were bad and I started learning that. It didn't fully take hold of me, luckily, because I had got into athletics when I was younger. Um, I think it played out potentially in a different way because I was, what happened for me is I was always getting injured. But I really, in when during the height of my athleticism, I loved the potential of the body. I was like excited excited about the potential of the body and like in basketball I was at the time I was about an inch and a half shorter than I am now and um I was about five foot six and I had this dream of being the first woman to dunk a basketball this was like probably 10 to 15 years before even a man at that height had ever um dunked a basketball his name was Webb and um but I was just like I'm gonna do it I'm so going to do it. And I like ran around like doing frog jumps and like you'll know what those are being a trainer and like sitting against the wall, sitting without a wall, playing basketball like six hours a day. Like I couldn't get enough. I remember one time I was like going up and down the court like and I was just exhausted because I wanted to be the first one on both sides of the court. And the whole bench was, I guess, looking at me and laughing at me and the coach was like, Hey, Silito, you want a break? And I'm like, hell no, because I was having so much fun, like pushing my body and feeling what it could do. And I actually got the, um, I got to the place where I um, could do a three foot standing jump. I could stand under the basket and reach up and have both of my hands touch the rim. So as such, um, even though I was a point guard, um, I was jumping center which because I could out jump the six foot tall girls and and get to the ball and it was so fun for me and I and what I'm aware of is that you know as I I had this level of the joy of embodiment that was so dynamic and I just knew anything was possible and I knew it could it could bring me to new possibilities um, in ways that I couldn't see, like in my family system, right? Like, because it was like, okay, you're going to have to wear those funny garments, you're going to have to get married to a dude, and that none of that seemed like the possibility. So I was happy <laughs> to explore the, the possibilities of my body. But I think that the but my programming, I think, played out in, in another way. One is that I had 
brothers that were very, very mean and cruel to my body and, you know, tried to shoot me and drown me and stab me and a few other things like that. And, and it's like, I feel like, you know, I got pneumonia at the height of my sort of athleticism and I never really kind of returned to that, um, that level of, of proficiency and, and expression with my body again. And then in high school, I kept getting injured and, and eventually kind of quote unquote gave up on sports. So I think for me, it played out differently. I hadn't thought about judging my body yet consciously, but I felt like I had got the message that my body was there to be abused. And so mm-hmm. I went through this sort of way of abusing my body in, in a different way and um, then that turned into hate and, you know, and then I kind of joined the crowds with the, the self-hate and everything else. But, you know, after this weekend, I'm really like back in the conversation of like what is really possible with my body and, and asking it like, hey, body, like, and I would invite everybody listening to ask this question. It's like, hey, body, like, what are we capable of that I've never considered because I've been so busy judging you and everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, online boy shorts. I mean, what if our bodies hold like, like keys to a lot of things I've had, I've done this before where I've had a situation that felt very constricted and restricted. And it was, I felt very like either or in black and white. And I asked my body to come up with a solution and it did. And one that my brain couldn't see, you know, because our brains are so partitioned in this right, wrong, good, bad stuff. And our bodies just don't operate that way. It's like, hey, body, <laughs> we, you know, would you be available to, to look at this issue in a different way, you know? And um, so I I am aware, and even in just in this conversation, I can feel my body, my body buzzing again, like, Yes, remember when it was fun? Remember when all the things I can do? Remember, remember, you know? And um, so I, I'm really excited to reopen my journey of what's possible with my body. Hmm. Hmm. I feel the lightness of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, we extend that invitation to all of us. You know, what is truly possible now with your body? And would you be willing to be the curious uh, investigator, you know, of your body? And, yeah, like, be... I I would say that people um, are so intensely hard on their bodies in in so many ways, like even, you know, the, the, um, you know, quote, fit people, (laughs) you know, I mean, being in the industry, the health and fitness industry, I saw so much abuse of bodies in so many ways, like these, these athletes that are chronically overextending their bodies and then um, creating so much, um, pain and injuring their bodies and then not listening to the pain and then, you know, moving forward in in pain, you know, and their bodies are literally screaming at them to stop, to calm down, to be quiet, to be at rest, to sleep, 
um, and they're not listening, you know, all because they're in this ego, I believe, you know, this egoic state of I must control my body, I must, you know, do this in order for my body to look the way I want, to perform the way I want. And, um, you know, and to me, I, every time I do energy work on a body, uh, a body wants, wants love. A body wants acceptance. A body wants um, con- care, like care and connection and a true energy of allowance. And, um, and so would you be willing to, even in this moment, would you be willing to put a hand somewhere on your body that maybe you have judged, you know, maybe you are uh, judged like harsh around, you know, and would you be willing to just be with that, you know, layer of judgment that's probably there and allow your curiosity, perhaps, and maybe kindness and compassion to melt through that layer of judgment, to get to the underlying energy that is that part of your body. Like, what is that body part wanting to say in this moment? What energy is that body part um, emitting? You know, like, what could you learn if you were curious and if you could um, tap in to this place and space um, in a new way, and you know what what immediate judgments come up, you know, um, like for me, you know, my tummy has always been a a place of that I judge, um, and so you know, putting my hand on my belly, it's like you know, I feel the tenderness of my belly, I feel like vulnerable, you know, it's almost like, you know, my tummy is this sweet, sensitive thing that, you know, that I am so harsh with, you know, and it just, it's like, you know, <laughs> like the Pillsbury Doughboy, like, <laughs> like my belly wants me to, like, be sweet with that, you know, like, to giggle and to laugh um, and to be soft and kind, um, you know. So what what is your body asking of you in this moment? What are your body parts asking of you in this moment? Do you have a sense or an awareness of what your body's asking of you in this moment, Meg? Well, something uh, was coming to mind. There was a there was a um, a gal at the workshop I was at this weekend. Her name is Natalie Jill, and she has a book called. I asked her. She was telling me she had three million Instagram followers, and I asked her what she did. And she goes, "Well, I'm a, um, I wrote this book called Aging in Reverse, and I also help people like dissipate fat and things like that." And we, I had this conversation with her about how, like, sh- what she believes is that we can create a 20-year-old body at any age. That if we work with our body and, like, 
Um, and, and she's more in the traditional realm, right, of, of nutrition and, and things like that. And I thought that was really interesting. And I remembered when I, um, and you know this, I probably shared this on the show before, about how, like, when I reached the age my grandma mom was when she began to raise me, like, all of a sudden I started talking like an old person. Right, and you were like, "Who are you? Like, who is this person talking like old person?" Right, mm-hmm. and um, so when I was when I was tuning in, is like my body wants to feel my body's has it's it has a desire to be youthful, like in energy and play and being bouncy, and it wants to be like have this feeling and sense of youngness and youthfulness is what I picked up on. At, you know, in, at first, and it's like, yeah, it's like, well, how can I do that if I'm thinking about it as old, if I'm treating it as old, if I'm, do you know what I mean? It's almost like here, it like it's telling me it has the capacity for youth, and I'm like dumping all this old shit on it, you know, and I'm like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So um, if if this is one of yours, if you're like feeling, going through stuff around aging or having judgments or or thoughts about that how about we uncreate and destroy that and Mm -hmm. let's ask our bodies how it would like to feel how it would like to uh play how would it how how would it like to how would it like to use and maybe that's a better word instead of like talking about aging like you know how young are you you know Mm -hmm. what is the youngness of your body how would it like to express itself you know and it's, um, you know, in the Bible, people live for 800, 900 years. You know, by that account, I'm not even near mid-age, for hell's sakes, you know. And and what, 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 how are they being embodied that they live that long? So, I don't know, just all this kind of stuff came up around that. But it was like, I could just feel my body wanting to dance and play. And it had a very kind of a, hey, let's go out and play. Let's skip. You know, like, it was just like... <laughs> wanting to have this this youthful expression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think that's super, super cool and a super cool awareness, right? Because we always talk about you being, you know, your age, you're either five or you're three, but you're not 53, you know, like every year. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's like you're, you're five or you're two, you're definitely not 52. And yet you have this juxtaposition with your body because like you were talking about, you often feel old in your body. You know, you often, you feel the 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 pain and the you know like the dis-ease of your body um and yet your body is saying hey you know let's express youth you know it's i think so much your body is asking you to let go of the constructs that your family has you found brought to the table and it's reminding you you know, because when you are just expressing your essence, you're so playful you're in your body. You you are constantly moving like a little kid, you know. And and I think that our bodies are, you know, wicked smart like that, where they're they're an expression of who we really are. The expression, our bodies are an expression of our highest being. You know, we chose our bodies for a reason, for many reasons. And so would you allow the true essence of your body um, and the true essence of your being to be expressed through your body? So consider that. We're going to be back. 
We've got to go on a break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. supposed to welcome us back, babe. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Silly rabbit. Twixer <laughs> for, for kids. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird. And before we come to the end of our show today, I'm going to be doing an activation. But we wanted to kind of talk about some of these things and maybe clear out some energy so that you would be more available for that. It's interesting, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember uh, the name of the book, but when I was uh, pretty young, I was like 30 years old, I found the book by Deepak Chopra called um, Ageless Body, Timeless Mind. And he was talking about how we actually create our bodies based on how we think about our bodies, right? And, And how that works and how it influences the molecules and all of that kind of a thing. So I think the first step really is to create more of a clean slate and go, well, you know what? Like, I I truly believe that we really don't know hardly anything about the body yet. You know, it's like, think about like, um, you know, 200 years ago, people, old age was 40, right? And now it's like, it's very... It's youthful. 40 is youthful in our culture, right? And people regularly live into their 90s. And it's like it's this interesting thing that I'm noticing how we're opening up our capacities more and more and more. And, and you know, even with the four-minute mile, right, it was like it was it was 
considered real pure science that the body absolutely could not run more than a four-minute mile till somebody did it. And then everybody was like, oh, well, well, let's see what we can do. And now it's like you can't really even get on a collegiate team if you can't run a four-minute mile. You know, it's like the it's the lowest uh, it's the lowest time you can run a mile and still kind of progress in in that sport. And I think it's really interesting how like, but I I don't know I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like we are at the very beginning of really discovering like what our bodies are really capable of in every way in in how our bodies can contribute to our livelihood like in access consciousness they teach us that um the reason that we make money is actually for our bodies like that's like spirits don't need money like you know what i mean if you're buzzing around in spirit you don't need money for nothing right the whole reason for money is for your body and as such our body actually has a unique thing to contribute to our money flows it can increase our money flows it can like if you ask your body to contribute to your money flows things will start opening things will start happening and it's like you know so there's that there's like well what is the body capable of in terms of its strength and physicality and power and what's it capable of in using and and i even like like I don't know, ever since I started studying quantum physics, I had this crazy idea that I might be able to uh, fly or um, float. I don't know if that's a, if there's a word I'm trying to suspend myself, you know, by location, things like that. And, and there's all kinds of, I there's a series that I read back at that in my 30s as well. It was called Life Teachings of the Masters of the Far East and it was all about how these gurus and masters had had mastered things like by location and, you know, different things like that. And I'm thinking, wow, like what are our bodies truly, truly capable of? And what if we actually spent even 10% more time being curious about what they were capable of instead of judging them? Like what would begin to be possible? I really believe that the thing that's locked down the body's capacities, the body's power is purely judgment because when somebody is embodied and somebody is empowered like there's really nothing that can stop them and and like you know I teach leadership and I'm I'm co-creating a personal growth and development and uh, along with a history course for um, schools for high schools for boys and girls clubs and things like that we have a whole section on being embodied because when kids have a lot of um, uh, I would say body either dysmorphia or body like low self-esteem they tend to not put themselves out they tend to not speak up they tend to not put themselves in leadership positions and so it's like how is our how is our disassociation and our judgment with our bodies actually even keeping us from leadership um from stepping into being like leaders in our life and being willing to lead things and lead movements and lead you know lead people with our message like how how is us being disassociated from our body actually in avoidance of our purpose here. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, um, I would like to, um, I'd like to maybe do the activation now. Do you think now is a good time or do you think we should make mm-hmm. them wait longer? No. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, um, 
it's really interesting because I, as Suzanne and I were talking about the show, I was remembering a process that I received in Rapid Eye when I got trained in Rapid Eye, like almost 24 years ago, guys. Like this is really, really long time ago. And I promise you, at the time this process was created, science was not quite here yet. But it's all about going in to um, open up and activate the, the telomere and the telomase, which is an enzyme in your telomeres in your body, to activate DNA that has been not activated. And in fact, we did this amazing show and our producer put the link into the show notes here. It was called um, Activating Your Junk DNA. They're what we call junk in the DNA. There's like all this amazing like power and capacity in it, which is super, super cool. But there is a book out um, on the market now called, um, well, there's actually two books. One is called The Telomere Effect, and the other one is called The Telomerase, which is the the enzyme that goes with the telomere revolution. And the new science talks about the ability to activate this telomerase through our sex cells and our stem cells that actually changes the body, reverses aging, makes it so the body can't have disease. Like, it's incredible what they're finding about this enzyme now, uh, this telomere enzyme. And this is, this, I, I really want to acknowledge Renee Johnson, the founder of Rapid Eye Technology, for being so far ahead of her time. I'm so grateful to her and for everything I learned. Like, I feel like that training gave me so much of a base of everything I'm doing now. Um, But this activation I'm going to do with you is from my rapid eye training. And um, this is like a really, really, really potent activity. So don't try this at home, boys and girls. (laughs) And also, um, if possible, we're going to uh, clip this and and put it in our site called um, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne, our Facebook page, where we have after-show goodies for you. If you're not on that page, please ask to join. It's open, but you do have to ask to join because um, sometimes we'll take little meditations or links from the show and put it there for you. So um, so is everybody ready? Are you ready? You ready to do this, Si? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's do it. All right, so uh, everybody close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths in, knowing that for the next two minutes, there's absolutely nowhere else you have to be, nothing else you have to do. This is your time to go inside your body, to say hi to your body, to say hi to certain aspects of your body that you may not have said hi to before and allow yourself to feel the light coming in through the top of your head and flowing throughout your entire body. Imagine feeling the light washing and cleansing the cells and dissipating some of the the rest of the toxins that have been created through your judgment and through your disassociation and through your fight with your body. Just for the next two minutes, just drop the fight. Just drop the fight and choose the light. Allow it to come in through your body. And now I'd like you to imagine your pineal gland, which is right in the center of your brain, 
It's about halfway back if you follow your third eye back to the middle of your skull. That's about where the pineal gland is. Show yourself your master DNA cell. And notice how the double helix of DNA is lined up as if in a ladder. Call and command the lost 10 strands of your DNA to come home into wholeness. It is time now to activate the other strands of DNA. It is time to activate your body's superpowers. Call for the lost 10 strands. Call for the activation of the youth and vitality chromosome. Allow yourself to see the multicolored chromosomes lining up and joining the formation of this ladder. Feel the telomere and the telomase, this enzyme, capping the end of each strand of DNA, and it looks as if these caps are made of mother of pearl. Bring forth the silver and gold thread of immortality and begin to wrap the strands of the ladder. As the strands are wrapped with this gold and silver thread, they appear as an intense light. Allow this light to get lighter and brighter until it almost seems to be a star. Imagine this light spreading through your whole body, healing each cell and each organ as it is filled with light, activating the natural healing of your body in every layer and level. And ask your master guides, teachers, and team to prepare your bodies for the higher energies and awareness of more DNA strands. Say out loud, I now give my permission for this to occur. It is done. It is done. It is done. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath in and relax your body. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Have fun with that one. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.